today's episode of the Gold Cast is sponsored by Raymond. I believe this is uh, sponsored by Zoom. Unofficially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not officially. So uh, you, we, it, we are going to. This is a test run, and we have been actually been testing this. So just to just to peel this back for the Gold Cast Empire, we have been testing video as you guys know we've wanted to flip to video for years now <laughs> and uh it looks like it's finally going to happen via zoom so there is a good chance that this video you will see on there if you do not if you only see the audio it means that we weren't happy and still didn't quite see what we wanted to see but there is a good chance that this will be unofficially or officially depending on your interpretation of the word this will be officially the first uh, live video that shows our faces. So if you've always wondered what we look like, what our beautiful, beautiful faces look like, this is it. And uh, the rumors are true. We're just as handsome as you thought. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But Raymond, before we get started, why don't you let them know where can they find the gold cast? You can always find us on facebook.com slash the gold cast. And you can also follow us on Twitter at the underscore goldcast, and be sure to subscribe to us via Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Stitcher, all under the exact same moniker, The Goldcast. Like, subscribe, and comment because we certainly want to get your feedback. That's right. All right, gang, we are here. So today's episode is going to be a focus on sports, and in particular, all three of our major sports the MLB, the NBA, and the NFL. How realistic is it for these sports to come back? Is it realistic at all? Like, do we have a chance? Me and Raymond are going to talk about it. The MLB has had a pretty detailed proposal about what it wants to do. The NFL believes it's going to be able to just come back at the level that it's at. And the NBA is pretty vague. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of contingencies, but there doesn't seem to be a real plan in place. And so we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the realistic how realistic this is, whether or not we think it's even a good idea. We're going to go for all of that. But first, the greatest fanalist in the game. He's here. Me, your professor of fanalism. I'm in the building too. Class is in session. Let's go. San Francisco, are you ready? Are you ready? This is the Gold Cast. <laughs> Boom! Welcome to another edition of the Gold Cast. We are the voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Sisa III, and with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond Solis the first, baby. Boom! We'll see you next time. Same <laughs> Gold Cast time. I'm just kidding. I don't you know, I think only we find that funny, Ray. I'm not sure if anyone else finds that funny, but uh I, I think the joke hits a lot better in the video feed. <laughs> I think so too. Um Raymond has got a beautiful San Francisco background. I I do not have my green screen up yet, but you are looking at Goldcast Studios, the Los Angeles chapter. This is it. This is a wonderful soundproof walls behind me, but the green screen is going to go right back here, and then uh, I too will have a beautiful background like Raymond does. But today we are we're raw dogging it. We're just raw dogging it, Raymond. Here we are uh, testing out this video run. So let's get started, Raymond, on the return of sports. So just in general, I just want to I just want to get your temperature on all this. 
on a scale of 1 to 10, how badly do you miss sports? 10 being fucking A, I really miss sports. And 1 being like, ah, you know what? I don't miss it as much as I thought I would. You know, I'm not even sure why I do this gold cast. I think it depends on the circumstances regarding the season. I mean, in general, I'm at about an 8. For NBA, I'm like at a 1 because the Warriors <laughs> are last place. So I have no love lost in this season getting scrapped. Uh, again, like I said, I replied to, I think it was Jabari Owens. I think I replied to you. Um, or it might have been Laird, Andy Laird. But I'm not sure. But but the, but the point was I was replying, anything to thwart the effort of LeBron James getting the title is okay with me. So if that means we scrap the remainder of the NBA season, perfectly fine with me, especially when the Warriors are in last place. If they were in the playoff run, I'd be like, ooh, man, I'd, I'd probably be at a, at a nine, you know, wanting to see the Warriors complete this run. But I think Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal put it best. I mean, there's an asterisk next to any team that wins it this year because of this huge pause in the season that disrupts rhythm, that disrupts momentum, that disrupts, uh, you know, uh, team chemistry, that disrupts, you know, so many different elements that we don't have any way to measure statistically, but we know they exist. And we know it's, it's without a doubt that those three things and whatever else I'm not thinking of at the moment is going to be affected by the shutdown. So, and, and I think that's uh, to, I, I think they're right. I think whoever, if they do decide to do it and we go on with the playoffs or like a, a condensed version of the remainder of the regular season into the postseason, then I think whoever wins, there's going to be an asterisk. I'm not going to respect that team. It, it's not It's not that I disrespect that team, but I'm just going to be like, you know, you didn't win it legitimately. There were a lot of circumstances that came into play this year towards the end of it, and it just didn't feel as legitimate as it usually does. And that's unfortunate for that team. It'd be different if it was like the Astros where it's like, no, nah, that's a disrespectful team. They cheated, you know, but in this case, this is we have extenuating circumstances affecting the season. And I think that those circumstances do put an asterisk, even though it probably won't. It, it wouldn't never read like that literally on the stat sheet on the record books. But as fans, as pundits, I think everybody's going to be thinking that. OK, I agree with you, but here's the thing. And I agree with you. And you're absolutely right. But the problem is. Even three years from now, no one's ever going to say that, right? They're going to say, let's 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 just say, let's say Kawhi and the Clippers win it. They're going to say, and let's say they went back to back, right? Let's just pretend, right? They go back to back and they win this year and next year. They're always going to refer to the Clippers as the two-time NBA champion Clippers. They're not going to say the one-time NBA champions and then the other time during the COVID <laughs> champions. <laughs> you know, the one time COVID champ and one time and second time legitimate champ. <laughs> yeah, like unfortunately no one's going to say that. That's never going to happen, you know. No. It'll be discussed and debated for sure, but I mean like announcers won't say that. Uh you know, ESPN and won't say that, you know, TNT is not going to say that. Although Charles and you know, the Rocket and Shaquille O'Neal are certainly going to have debates about that throughout the throughout the course of the, of the following season or even actually during during the postseason run. They're going to I mean, because they, they say it should just be canceled. I think it should be, too. But let, let me ask you a question. So uh, since we're, we'll just we'll jump right into NBA because we you, you brought up NBA. So let's just go right into NBA and then we'll do baseball and NFL after. Sure. So. OK. Now you you've made a good proposal, but let me let me throw you this though. So, but what if 
if they're able to complete, let's say they come back, right? And so right now teams are hovering between 62 and 67 games. I believe that's where everyone is. I think the Mavericks have played the most games, and I believe they're at 67, right? The magic number in order to meet the minimum requirement for the for like the networks is 70 games like the 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 NBA has to hit 70 games for the for like all of I think all their basically all of the financial agreements that they have with the networks to like kick in and and be in paper right so let's say but let's say they go beyond that let's say everyone comes back and they do a full 82 game season followed by a full playoffs can you really put an asterisk around it if they basically all they did was take like a three month hiatus. And let's just say it's because we all know one. Let's just say one of these three teams wins it either uh, Milwaukee, Giannis's Milwaukee, LeBron's Lakers, or Kawhi's Clippers. If one of those three teams wins the championship, can you really put an asterisk around it? Well, we had a full season. One of the top three teams that we all thought was going to win it at the beginning of the year won it. So can you even really put an asterisk on it? I think so. I think as a fan, I can do whatever the hell I want. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Ray, as a fan, you could do whatever the hell you want. And we do whatever the hell we want on this gold cast. (laughs) If I was a writer for like the, you know, a writer, I I couldn't do it. You know, if I was a record bookkeeper, I wouldn't be able to do it because no – no one has an asterisk, you know, not even the Astros have an asterisk next to their name because there's no way to quantify the degree on which the cheating helped them win the championship, especially when you look at the wins and losses, you know, at home versus not, you know, there seemed to be very little. I think it had more significance on the regular season than the World Series. But that's just me. I still think they're I still think they're cheaty. They're they're dirty, which is unfortunate because I like that franchise. I'll, I'll be honest, Raymond. Uh, I can I can actually quantify for you how much effect the cheating actually had on the World Series. The answer is zero. <laughs> not when you're not when you're playing the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a very factual and accurate assessment that I forgot to take into account. You have to take into account the team. You have to take into account the team. That's part of it. And we here at the Goldcast, we that's what we're here for. Unbiased. Factual accounts when it comes to the Seahawks, the Dodgers, and anyone else we're going up against that is in our divisions. You are only here for the facts. That's right. And facts don't care about your feelings. So it doesn't matter what reaction those fans may have to this information. Okay, so the MLB is pretty distinct in how it wants to come back the m the nba is much more nebulous as we've already said you know it's they might do a 70 game season to to hit the the network requirements they might do an 82 game season they might do bring back just the top seeds they might bring the top seeds and like maybe seeds 9 9 10 and 11 and do some sort of tournament for the eighth seed spot you know they don't really know what they're going to do they might tell the warriors to come back they might tell the warriors to take a hike and take the season off they're not really sure how this is going to go they've talked about about a full season they've talked about a shortened season there's a lot of variables on the table but the main concern that they have obviously is having enough testing for all the players and it not being a pr nightmare like really we're going to give hundreds and hundreds of covid testing kits to nba players when we need those on the streets for people they're talking about that is like probably their biggest hurdle and then obviously what to do if players go down now, I'm not sure if you know about this. Chris Paul had a huge phone meeting with all the bigwigs, LeBron, Kawhi, Steph, 
uh, Giannis, like all the big guns. There's some other pl- just a players, just a players conference call. Yeah, basically a players conference call with like the big guys, all the main dudes from around the league. You know, the Currys, the LeBrons, the Kawhis, the Giannis's, all these guys, and. The call was about whether or not they wanted to come back and play. And according to what everyone says, they want to come back and play. So even the even even our boy Curry wants to come back. So the question to to Raymond, let's put our biases aside. Uh, does should the NBA come back or should they cancel the season and move on? And I want to hear what you think and then I'll tell you what I think. I mean, if the players want to play then I think the NBA, just because there's monetary incentive involved, is going to try to work something out if the top players want to play. I mean, even Mark Cuban came out and said, you know, to to whatever this is worth, but he said that his players do want to play, and they do want to play out the season. And that was in response to Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal saying that they shouldn't play and they should scrap the season. And he says he loves those guys, but they're wrong. You know, players do want to play. So I think that also feeds into, you know, the response of the top players saying that they want to play. I think there's, I think the majority of players want to play. I'm not going to say all of them because it's probably not true. There's probably some players out of there that are concerned, have health concerns, or perhaps have immune deficiencies that makes them more concerned about being out there and being vulnerable. So, but, you know, if we're going to assume that, you know, majority of players want to play and owners are coming out saying that their players want to play and big time players are coming out and saying they legitimately want to play, then I think the NBA is going to try to work something out. My personal opinion is that they should probably just wash the season and start next year because if you if you push into this delay because we should be in the playoffs right now and we should end next month. If that pushes into that, you have a shortened off season, you have you you don't have the same buffer of prep time between now and preseason for the next NBA season. All of that gets shortened. Well, they would start in December. They would start in December. Right, but then what do you do? You just now this the now the NBA season gets shifted from here on out. When do you get back to the normal season? <clears throat> Well, that's the thing is that some people are saying, I'm glad you brought that up, and this is a, this is a, you're asking a great question. There, there have been people in the NBA, and Adam Silver, from what I hear, is one of them, the commissioner also, who have really kind of believed that the that the season needed to start later. That you know that that being that starting in the middle of NFL season when already people are not super excited about the NBA season to begin with was something that they needed to change. And so the proposal now is that possibly the season would start um, close to in and around Christmas Day, which is, you know, the first real big NBA day that they have. And in fact, that's the day that I generally really start to, to click into hoops is around Christmas Day. Like I love sitting down and watching the Christmas Day games. And they're saying that around that time would be when the season would start and that it would never go back. That actually they would use this as an excuse to finally get over into that time period of when of starting the season. Uh, they're basically at the very tail end of NFL football. Well, I mean, if that happens, then I, then I guess you know you have you have then that's it. Then you just shift over a few months, and then that's the NBA season going forward. 
but I don't know. I don't know how baseball is going to plan on fitting into that equation just because baseball plans to start because we're in April or we're in May. We should be in this is this technically should be month two of a 162 game season that goes into October. But now, you know, they're proposing to start in July. How about that offseason? Does that does that sport go into a permanent shift? You know, how do you I mean, obviously, it's a less demanding sport, but there's still rhythm and conditioning involved that that needs to happen. Spring training in February, you know, all that stuff needs to happen. So or excuse me, March. So uh, so so how do you know, I just don't know. Obviously, there's going to be overlap with the three major sports regardless, because that's just the nature of the length of the seasons that exist. I wouldn't. I would be okay with the NBA shifting over to December, because I'm locked into the NFL during the NFL season. That's all I care about. That's the only sport I care about. Even baseball, unless my team's involved, I don't care. September, I'm like, ooh, I want to see the first four games of the season, um, and then October comes around, ooh, I want to see the next four games of the season. You know, because that's all the first half of the NFL. It's a short window of time that we have for those games, and we only get them once a week. Yeah, or technically three times a week, Monday and Thursday. But we get our team once a week. Our team, yeah. Our team is once a week. Although I still do love watching football on those other days. Yeah, So, and, and it's the only sport that I cheat like that. I don't necessarily turn on baseball and, you know, like, ooh, what are the Chicago White Thoughts doing with the Braves today, you know? <laughs> oh, wow, another Yankees-Red Sox game. Wonder who's going to win. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's not the same, you know. where you're. It's kind of a buffet. That sport's more of a buffet. No of content because of how the season and, and NBA to a lesser degree. It's about half that obviously. So I think, um, I just think that I, I'm, I'm not sure in my personal opinion, I think NBA should scrap it for sure. And, and baseball, I mean, baseball still has some time. I just think that starting in July, it's like you should start in June. If you're going to do it, you should start in June or, or, you know, yeah, in my opinion, if you're baseball, you start in June, not July, because you're talking about a 90-day delay, a 90-day delay in a nine-month sport. You know, that's huge. That's really huge. Yeah. It's a third. It's one-third of the entire sport. So, uh, okay, so let me let me finish with the NBA, and then we'll use that comment. We'll slide right into the MLB. But in my opinion, I agree. I think actually the NBA should scrap it. I think the I, I don't I just the, what they want just doesn't sound logistical right now. And I don't think we're really going to have it. They in order for the NBA to make it, they have to start no later than July 1st. They have to start and they have to be done by Labor Day. That is a really tight window. And right now, just given where the country's at, I just don't see it happening in time. And I'm sorry. I agree. I just think it should be canceled. I just think right now it's like just let it go scrap it come back in december i still think you come back in december like go go come back in december you know or or well maybe if you end now you probably just come back normal i mean what's the point that's way too long to be out i wonder i wonder how many players have slacked off during this time man i wonder that you too. Know, how many guys are like really out of shape right now i would have to assume it's that, that there's a higher percentage of those slackers in second and third string teams versus the starters yeah I think the starters are definitely ready. Like, you know, Braun's ready. You know, Braun's been training this whole time. He can go out there right now and play a game. Oh, yeah. He's like Terrell Owens doing sit-ups on his driveway. Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I agree. MLB and NBA should be canceled. We both agree. But let's move on and talk about the MLB because the MLB had a huge meeting on Tuesday with the players, and it really comes down to money. That's really what this comes down to. But here's their proposal. Sounds like uh, sounds like they uh, listened to Rudy a little bit. Uh, remember, if you <laughs> if you remember, we had an episode. We had Lexi Burroughs on, a uh, 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 fellow podcaster herself, and a longtime softball player and she uh, is also a huge baseball fan we had a big uh, big kind of debate show with Raymond her and myself you could check it out way back on the speed about uh, me fixing the MLB and uh, Lexi trying to ruin my fix but here is the proposal Raymond the proposal is an 82 game season yes let's go 82 game season 14 team playoff okay so another team seven on each side 30-man roster plus a 20-man taxi squad. Now, for those of you who don't know that phrase, it's basically it's a it's a it's another term for like a practice squad, and they would serve as a backup squad. So anybody on the 30-man roster that couldn't play that came down with and was diagnosed with testing positive for COVID, they would rotate that guy out and they'd bring someone from the taxi squad in. So they'd have a 30-man roster and then a 20-man taxi squad, right? That, so that's what that's called. Which is not too dissimilar from what they have now. I think they would just be a little bit more um, generous with the allotted times on when you bring players up, you know, because every team has their farm league where they pull these players in anyways. So I think they would just, you would just, it would just be more default call up versus like, hey, this guy's doing really good. He's got good momentum. Let's bring him in and give him some reps, that type of decision. It'd be like, no, we're missing a man from 30. We're 29 now. We need to call someone from AAA. Exactly. So then on top of that, they would do, and then this is where the real sticklers, they would do a 50-50 revenue split. So what the MLB is asking is they're saying, well, because attendance is down, because attendance is down, we would like to do a 50-50 revenue split. So basically what they would do is instead of giving the, the, the baseball players their general salary, they would just split the profits from the season 50-50. This has baseball players up in arms, and I believe for good reason. The baseball players, the MLB, the MLB Players Association, the MLBPA, their argument against this, they go, like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. We never get a share of the profits when – the when the when the when the league is booming when you guys are booming and getting crazy details our money doesn't change so why would it change now and on top of that not only are you asking for the money to change in a down year and you never offer some money in an up year you're also asking us to risk our lives and go out here and possibly contract a disease that is kind of you know it can go one way or the other even though they're not in the target market there are still people in their demographic in their age group that have died from this disease and this disease is easily spread so you're going you want me to risk my life and you're not risking yours and you want me to to cut down my salary and they've already adjusted they've already agreed to an adjustment for the season so they they at the outset of this they already agreed when this all first went down they agreed into adjustment now the MLB has had a second proposal and saying okay we don't want to just do this adjustment we also we, th- our new adjustment is we we had an adjustment on the season but now that this happened let's just do a 50-50 revenue split and the MLBPA is like, no, screw that. We want our money. And there have been a couple major players been like, I'm not coming out and playing for less than my contract. I'm not coming out. 
I'm not. It's not worth my time. It's not worth my time to do it. Raymond, what do you think about, first of all, let's just start with this proposal. What do you think about this proposal? They also talked about seven inning games, possibly. Another thing that I had proposed, just wanted to point that out. Uh, They're talking about seven inning games. Uh, so <laughs> extenuating circumstances, <laughs> uh, it's not permanent. Yeah, not permanent. <laughs> so where do you stand on this, Ray? Where where do you stand on the eighty-two game season? And where do you stand on eighty-two games, fourteen team playoffs, seven on each side? Oh, also, I forgot the big one: designated hitters for the National League. Where do you feel about this? They've already they've already been talking about this prior to this proposal. Yes. So this is that's not a new thing. Yeah. I think the this is just kind of helping to springboard that idea. And to me, it makes sense because pitchers concentrate on pitching. And when they hit, a lot of times, majority of the time, unless you're like, you know, a Greg Maddox or, uh, you know, or, in a, or occasionally Madison Bumgarner and a few other guys, you know, you know, it's an automatic out if you're playing against the National League team or if you're in the National League. Uh, I mean, what I meant before was if it's interleague play but and, and you're playing internationally. So I just think it's an easy out. So to me, it's like, just give them a DH. Give give them a DH too. I, I like the idea. If, look, if pitchers were batting 200, between 200 and 250, I would I would be against it. But the fact is most pitchers suck at batting because they spend most of their time pitching. They don't work on batting. And so as a result, it is a very easy out. You know, nine times out of 10, they're going to get out. That's why their batting average is usually in the 100s. So I think that, and, and by the way, Greg Maddox only batted 241 season. It was a magnificent season, but, and it's miraculous batting average for a pitcher, but he only did it once. Um, and so, and Mad Bum, even though I like to see Mad Bum at the plate, you know, he got out m- more times than he did. You know, every now and then he would, you know, smack a home run or something like that. But it was dope when he did it. He, and for a, for a pitcher, he does it a lot. For a pitcher, like twice a year. You know? <laughs> that 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 era of of Iron Man baseball, if you want to call it Iron Man, you know, doesn't exist anymore. The 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 Babe Ruths of the world that could pitch and hit like that, it's no such thing. Maybe someday it'll come back. You know, because we know some guys have pitching ability. You know, we know Panda can can pitch in emergency situations. He is an emergency pitcher that has done it. But, you know, I think for the most part, I think giving them a DH is not a terrible idea. I'd be fine with it. Okay, so I'm going to speak about the, on this DH thing, and I'm going to be honest with you. The thing that pisses me off about the American League is don't be little bitches. Get off the mound and go pitch and go swing at a ball. Don't be a little baby. Go pitch. Go, I'm sorry, I keep saying pitch. Go swing at a ball. <laughs> but having said that, I'm completely fine with it. It's fine. It's totally fine. You know what? Let's go. If we're gonna do day, let's just. I just want it fair. Like, I mean, come on. Like, why do we have different rules and different leagues? This is so dumb. I know. Let it go. That's this. This is all. This is always my issue with the MLB, Raymond. The MLB constantly complains that, like, hey, you know, we need to, we need to kind of fix baseball. We need to modernize it for a modern audience. And then every time a single any idea is brought up, they go, well, we can't do that. It's tradition. We've never done that. Okay. Well, you can't have both MLB. You can't. Fix the MLB and then have the tradition and keep the sport exactly the same. By definition, you have to change it. And this is always the dichotomy with the MLB. They're like, we want to change. We want to update so the kids like us again. And then every idea, well, we can't do that. We've never done that. That's not how we do things. Okay, well, I don't get it. What do you want? Because you can't have both right now. But I digress. So how would I, how would the TV schedule work with only half a season? I don't I guess you would just stick to the same schedule, but then it would just cut off 
at the point when it would normally go on for 82 more games. Okay, so they also did propose this. Um, I don't fully understand it, but they did propose re um, rewriting for the season, the conferences and the divisions, redoing them. So basically, like everybody in the league, everyone in, everyone in, like the the Southwest would all become one league and then everyone in the Northwest would become another league. So you would redo it that way. I'm not exactly sure how that works, but that's what they proposed. Thank God that's not my job. That's all I'm going to say. That's a hard ass job. hundred <laughs> percent. Okay. So let me ask you this, Raymond, should the MLB come back? And what about this revenue split? Where do you stand on the revenue split? Because that is Literally, from everything I'm hearing, that is what is causing major contention with them. Well, I I think if they're going to start, they need to not have... If they're going to have a shortened season, then, then yeah, I think theoretically, then July can totally work. But, you know, going forward, you know, do you keep it at half? First, I think 162 games is a lot, in my opinion. I don't understand... I've tried to to find out what the purpose is of expanding the regular season games to 162, and I haven't found a legitimate reason as to why it is that way. I always thought it was just too too damn long, in my opinion. I get that it's not in contact, and and you know, to be honest, baseball has social distancing built into the rules, and and how players are positioned automatically, so it'd be the the least vulnerable sport of the three sports played. But I think uh, I think you definitely bring a DH for the National League. I think that's fine. I think the revenue share is fine, but I don't necessarily think the players should take a pay cut. I mean, these teams can afford it. They they can afford it for sure. Um, obviously, the the revenue loss from not having fans and fans in the stands is is a big is a big deal. But you're still getting tons of money from advertisers, endorsements. You know, teams get endorsements too. Franchises get endorsements too. That all counts. Uh, jersey sales that that counts too. All that stuff. There, there's not like it's not like the the teams aren't making zero money. You know, they're still making money. They making money in the off season. They make money during the season. Obviously, the fans sitting in the seats is a big part of that revenue pie. But at the same time, I think they're not. Not, those teams aren't starving. When I mean the teams, I mean like the front office and you know the, all the executives and stuff. These people aren't starving. They're not struggling and dealing with a delay in a season or a limited amount of fans in the stands. I don't know. Like you, you could do something like where like every couple seats a fan would be. You could do something like that. I don't know if they've talked about that uh, because you could have social distancing in the stands. You would just need to designate certain seats. And then, you you know, that you could get some fans in there. Do you think they would take the seats out? I don't. That'd be too much work. I, the, the, the seats are numbered, so they're numerical. So you would only allow those seats to be um, available for purchase. And you would have just a limited number of people. So like every other seat, you know, or every two, uh, six feet is, is like the equivalent of like two or three seats. Yeah, I'd say three seats probably. Mm, yeah. So you'd have like every three seats. You could have somebody sit. That would be one idea. What they do, like groups of two, and then you have two, three, three, you can't sit, two, three, you can't sit, something like that. Something like that. I mean, like, because, like, you can have, because if someone's in, in the row behind you, 
they can be in between the people that are six feet apart in the row in front of them and behind them. So like, you know, it's an, it's a, it'd be like an X. If you were connecting dots between fans, it would be like a, an X, like a kind of like a chain link fence pattern. Um, that's how it would look in the seats. That's one way to do it. The problem is, you know, you're only having a fourth of people uh, available to attend. I don't know if they've talked about that. That'd be one way to do it, to get fans in there to social distance. But I mean, I'm obviously going off on a ramp, but I think the revenue share thing, I think if they do that, then there needs to be perhaps some negotiation on getting players a piece of that pie because, you know, offering it in a down season when that, that, that part of the pie is not going to be very much in the grand scheme of things. If, if I got one of those checks, I'd be pretty stoked. But I mean, in the grand scheme of things that, that, that check is not going to be as big as it would, you know, the pre any previous season before this one. So I think, yeah, I mean, that's, why not? Don't the other leagues have uh, revenue share with players like that? Well, because the MLB yeah. doesn't have a cap, they don't have a cap. So that's well, that uh, well, yeah, that's the counterbalance, that's right? The counterbalance. Is the MLB gets they get paid really well as opposed to all NBA guaranteed and money, NFL, no yeah, salary it's all cap. Guaranteed. So I mean, there is an argument to be made there if you wanted to make that argument. I mean, big time, every big time player in Major League Baseball gets a triple digit figure. And I mean, uh, Alex Rodriguez got what two two hundred something in the in the early two thousand. Players make that kind of money all the time. They make two hundred like two hundred k all the time. This is a really common. This is a common situation. Is them making crazy buku amounts of money? Yeah, and they. I mean, part of part of that is there's no there's not a lot of loyalty in baseball because of the no cap. But if you sign the right contract, you can get lots of loyalty. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, you get, you get my that. loyalty for a million. <laughs> yeah. one. I'll, I'll be, uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be as loyal as you want me to be. It'll cost you seven figures. <laughs> yeah. You know, but just, just That's one it. seven figures. It doesn't mean multiple yeah, seven figures. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean like the players, they've been making that kind of money for a very long time yeah. for decades. It's taken, it's taken decades for the NFL to get to that level. You know, I remember when the first quarterback to get a hundred million came into play and that was a big deal, you know, but that, that, that wasn't, that didn't exist 10, 20 years ago, 30 years ago in baseball. It did exist 10, 20 and years basketball. ago and basketball. Yeah. But I mean like now the, now the degree of, of players that get that size of a check, it's huge because the market keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed. So now the, the Mike Trouts of the world or the uh what's the washington nationals guy bryce harper bryce harper he was projected to make to make half a billion in his next contract he only got 300 million oh gosh how how what a shame his life must be to (laughs) to miss out on that extra 200 million he was he was thought to get to to have received but i mean like bryce harper's the one of the best players at the league at the time he got his check his check was 300 million Everyone else that's not as good as Bryce Harper is still getting like 80, 90 to 100 to 200 million bucks. So it's not that bad if you're if you're just like an average all-star versus a Bryce Harper MVP all-star. See, but that's what I'm saying. Shouldn't. So you're saying I think tell me if I'm correctly understanding. I'm saying give them the revenue share. Go ahead with that and then make that and then renegotiate that going forward to include them in that if that's the real big deal because this, the 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 league doesn't exist and doesn't go around without those players simple as that and they'll just say no and the MLB doesn't care like there there's some yeah. big players out there that have been like I'm not going to play if I'm not getting my contract I'm not going to play so you're saying okay 
if the MLBPA agrees to this, the MLB then has to agree to some type of revenue share split when it goes back to normal. Sure. Yeah. It so sounds that's like fair. that's what the players want. Yeah. If we're going to do this, right? If we're going to do this, then we better get some money on a on a regular season too. Maybe if it's just a one-time thing, but let's let's keep this thing fair. All right, I like that. Yes. So, okay, let me ask you a question. We said I, yeah, I mean, you, you know what the league minimum is for like the worst player in the league? The worst player in Major League Baseball, his minimum salary is $536,000. Sign me up. I will go and play and bat 150. No problem. I'll bet zero. No problem. I'll bet zero. <laughs> you can beam me once every like seven games even. I'll let you beam my arm. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm with you. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this. Should the MLB come back? Yeah, I think they, they, there's enough time. It's it's not that bad. It's not like the NBA, which was right at the tail end of the regular season heading to the playoffs. That would be the equivalent of August, September. No, so let me ask you a question. Why the MLB over the nba because they because they didn't they don't they didn't have a season that already started that got interrupted that was late in the year so you felt like it's like we're too far we're too in we're in too deep in the nba we can't we can't finish it we're it's which the the time has passed is that what you're saying i i think so in my opinion i also think it's too dangerous way more dangerous than mlb and MLB, MLB is a non-contact sport. The only time that ever happens is when you have a bang-bang play, you know, someone slide into a base. That's the only time it ever happens. Or, you know, when outfielders collide trying to get a ball. But, again, that's a, that's a rare occurrence. So I think, I think that uh, I think that MLB, because MLB is only, uh, uh, they're only six weeks removed from where their season should have started. That's not that bad. And they and so and and cutting that in half by eighty two games, that's feasible. That's more than feasible. They're probably still going to have a spring training, and everyone says they're going to have some type of preseason anyways to get them warmed up. Right, because this happened in March, so the spring training got and Cactus League all got interrupted. That momentum got interrupted, for sure. But they start, you know, baseball always starts on April Fools. So because you'd be a fool not to play baseball. <laughs> it's May, it's May fifteenth now today at the time of this recording. So this is the middle of the month. So they're six weeks into their season. That's not that bad. And they're proposing to start in July. I think it should be June or mid June um, at the latest. I think July is too long in my opinion. But perhaps there's some things in place. I know not every state is synchronized with reopening. California is starting to slow reopen. Some states like Texas are completely open. Florida is completely open. Or Texas is kind of reopening certain parts of it they're just reopening at a faster pace yeah yeah florida you know doesn't care they're they're open you know some of the other states don't care and some of the other states are completely locked down until the end of the year so but hope new york i'm sure is locked down for the rest of the year yeah well yeah well they they have some population i mean well that's a we're not a covid podcast we're not not. (laughs) okay so let me ask you this raymond that slides in to our final League, the best league, the number one league, the, the big boys, league. the greatest league, the fantasy league, the fantasy league, fantasy weekly games, one game, every game counts. Every moment of the season has been perfectly created. We have a wonderful, wonderful schedule ahead of us. <laughs> a sport that competes with God. <laughs> you know, he had it and then he lost it. He lost it to the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the only sport man enough to stand up to God, to a deity, to the deity. Uh, so, Raymond, the NFL, the NFL, we're, we, we apologize. We hope no one's offended by that. We're literally just kidding. <laughs> so, if, Raymond, the here we go, the NFL. I think the NFL's going to be fine. I'm really not that worried. Are you worried about the NFL? I think they're fine. I think they're totally fine. They're the ones that have that, like, first of all, uh, the pandemic didn't interrupt anything. It came in. It came during the off season. The only things that it disrupted was the combine, um, which ta- which takes place. Uh, free agency is a non-contact period in the NFL. The only thing it's going to affect going forward is like the start of the workouts that are supposed to be happening right now. Um, the uh, training camp, the rookie mini camps, those things that are going to start happening. I know the rookie mini camp is usually takes place um, in in May, but that has gotten pushed over now. Now they're doing virtual camps, so they're, they are still they had they had time to prepare. So I think they had it the easiest of the three sports based on where this happened. If it happened in the middle of the season, NFL would be in a heap of trouble in my opinion. But the fact that they have so so limited amount of games to play i think that plays into it too because you can still get the conditioning done i just think that if the stringent order to remain separated goes into the season or even into the summertime when they're supposed to be getting prepared for the season then i think that could have an issue because we know that the lack of content or the lack of contact that's already a built-in rule in practice to limit, reduce the amount of injuries in a regular season to keep guys more fresh. But some coaches think that that lack of content also detracts from their preparedness once the actual physicality of the season starts. But we know that that's that that in other words that would compound on top of that existing rule because like how would you have a virtual practice that that wouldn't happen. You know, you, so people have got, they've got, football is the most physical contact of the three sports. That's the one thing that kind of makes it tricky is the fact that it's the, the most, you, you've, <laughs> the, the quarterback has got to be, have his arms under the ass of the center. That's how close it gets in this sport, you know? And if you don't have fans in there, I mean, the microphone is going to be an issue. We know that, we know that that became an issue during the MMA fights with the microphones where the opposing team could hear the coaching instruction was able to create a counter strategy to that coaching instruction. The NFL huddle would have to be, I mean, our players going to have to whisper. Typically they yell because of the crowd noise. I think, you know, players will have to adjust their volume uh, to a degree, obviously to compensate for that. But there's a lot of uh, variables that I don't quite know how they're going to work out. But I think overall, I think the NFL is in a good position right now, and I think their season's going to happen. I think their season's going to happen too. I will say this. The NFL is considering, and I'm not joking, even though I'm kind of almost laughing when I say this. They are considering pumping crowd noise in. like create. A, they're talking about different versions of it, creating like just the ambiance, just the general like crowd chatter that you hear in between plays. They're talking about that, and then possibly it'd almost be like a laugh track for a sitcom, which I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. Like, sure. It'd be the same thing, like the same uh, the soundboard guy in a radio station prompting sounds and cueing sounds, you know, or it'd be that same type of deal. There's already all that equipment exists in the stadium because the stadium is a multi-purpose stadium for concerts. So it's built to create sound 
and and to and to amplify sound so that could technically work and then you would negate the need for the huddle um you could still have microphones guys mic'd up because if if that sound is not there then you're going to hear the, the the real talk between nfl players unless you pull those mics out same with the nba which is like they'd yeah. say some crazy stuff down there Yes, I mean, I mean, all all of that, all that audio exists. We just don't see it as in the in the public, but it exists in raw format. And the same thing applies to the NFL. I mean, it's some dirty ass talk, way dirtier than the talk on this show. So <laughs> way, way, we we are like a kindergarten, uh, preschool compared to the talk that happens on. Yeah, we are fucking G-rated compared to <laughs> all the fucking that happens in the NFL trash talking. <laughs> 100 110% 110%. But yeah, I think they're they're in the best position out of all the three sports just because they've had so much time to prepare and they can get away. I mean, physical conditioning can be done virtually without any repercussions or setbacks. Once you get into the rhythm of learning plays and trying to execute plays via the playbook, then that's when I think you're going to run into some problems if you don't if you're not physically there. I agree. Raymond, we are in agreement. So, what say you, Goldcast Empire? Let me ask you a question. Do you think the NBA should come back? Do you think the MLB should start? And do you think football is going to be okay? Or do you say, hey, man, screw it. Cancel all of this. This is too crazy. We got to go. We'll see you next year. Whatever you think. Tennis only. I think that's (laughs) a really easy social distancing sport. What's another one? Golf. Skiing. Golf. Yeah, Yeah, tennis, golf. Um skiing um badminton um yeah singles uh volleyball volleyball single not doubles that's dangerous singles no problem (laughs) problem. Uh, do you think they should come back let us know in the comments right here at youtube.com slash the gold cast you let us know right here comment down below and uh raymond any final thoughts I i thought we killed it yeah i think we covered all the major sports including some of the uh some of the lesser known sports, hockey. I mean, we haven't talked about hockey. Hockey's out. They gone. Uh, well, it's they're over. a year-round sport. So that's the. the they're the no. They're, they're no. They're identical to basketball. They're literally their schedule follows basketball identical. It, it starts at the same time, ends at the same time. Same same eighty-two game season, like the whole bit. It starts just like it, but it's like they're like, but they're like full contact football on ice. You know what I mean? So it's a they're and they're in a in cold, and you know we know that. COVID from at least the studies currently, COVID seems to last a lot better in the cold. So anyways, but uh, having said that, uh, hopefully, so if you, hopefully if you're watching this, you will be seeing our faces, go to youtube.com slash the goldcast and check it out. We believe, I believe we will have this video up. It'll be up the day after we release this pod. We release this pod today on Friday, May 15th should be out in a little bit. We'll have the video up on Saturday and uh, if you don't, that just means there was some crazy technological issue with it that I was not happy with. Um, but if not, you will see our faces for the first time. And this will be beginning, the final beginning of the Goldcast moving to video, which I'm excited about. Ray, are you excited? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, this is going to be huge for Long us. time coming. We've been wanting to do this for a while. Anyways. Yeah, years. All right, so concludes another edition of the Goldcast. We are the voice of the Bay. I'm your host, Rudy Slisa Third, And with me is my brother, my co-host. Raymond's release the first, baby. Boom! We'll see you next time. Same gold cast time, same gold cast channel. This is, is the gold cast.